1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Let's uh, kick off the final hour of the show with our good friend Steve Pfeiffer, 1250 AM Radio, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our good friend Sparky Radio on Twitter. Uh, Steve, good morning. It has been a fascinating journey so far through the All-Star break following your Milwaukee Bucks. We call them our Milwaukee Bucks out here because you have taken our beloved Damian Lillard via trade. Where do you sit with the Bucks right now, Doc Rivers being the coach versus Adrian Griffin at the start? Where do you sit with the Bucks right now?
3: I'm going to start calling you all pain and anguish because that's the only time you all ever call me is when I'm going through pain and anguish. Whoa! Then I hear from my guys in Portland, oh, look, they are playing so well. Oh, look, Doc Rivers is their coach. Let's call Sparky. <laughs> you two knuckleheads, and, and your partner in crime ain't there, but that that's some
2: stuff right there, Yeah, don't man. put that evil on, on me. I'm just feeling, I'm just the, the, the sit-in. I'm the backup quarterback Hold here. On, here. C- it's not my fault yeah, I throw picks. I don't blame picks. you. You're yeah. good. Uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, I called you to do a second-half kind of pre preview will they get this together hey i was all in they they had a they had a good couple wins there and then they didn't in the first half on the highest of notes losing to whatever that memphis team is but i just called you for a second half preview buddy hey the packers look good they went out making (laughs) you feel good come on i didn't i didn't hear a peep out of you during the Packers season (laughs) but
3: now we got some struggles So let's call sparky all right fine let's talk so, first of all, Adrian Griffin was the two-seed uh, in the Easter Conference when they decided to fire him. Um, and, to be honest, the defense was awful. Offensively, they were scoring a heck of a lot more than they have been under Doc. I'll tell you that much. But defensively, it, it was a wreck. Uh, and he kept saying, well, you know, I, I'm seeing it. We're, we're coming around and so forth. The problem at the end of the day was he never really had that locker room bought into him. Uh, and I, I don't I don't know if – you know the owners could see that, or John Horst, the GM, could see that there wasn't a full buy-in or what the case was. Um, I mean, there were moments where Giannis was kind of dictating things. It seemed like on the sidelines uh, of what was happening. So there was there was a lot of that. Uh, so then they decide that okay, we're we're gonna get Doc Rivers in here to be a consultant. But if you rewind back before they hired Adrian Griffin, they never thought Giannis was gonna pick Adrian Griffin. Giannis, they went to Giannis with a final three coaching candidates, right? Kenny Atkinson, uh, who's had a cup of coffee in the NBA as a coach uh, with the Nets or whatever. Okay, fine. I liked him. He was, he was fine. Never won a championship, but he was fine. Uh, Nick Nurse, who did win a championship, uh, who I think they thought Giannis was going to pick because he had won a ring. And then because Giannis wants to play for a former NBA player, that's always a thing he's kind of wanted to do because he did it under Jason Kidd. So they go, okay, fine. Here's your former NBA guy in Adrian Griffin, who's from Nick Nurse's staff. Go ahead, talk to him. Tell us what you think. Well, he hated Nick Nurse. Hated Nick Nurse by all reports. Like, I would talk to anybody that, that said he didn't hate Nick Nurse. So that was definitely out. So then he went to the former NBA player in Adrian Griffin. So that was clue number one that this may go wrong. Then, because he picked Adrian Griffin, they force fed your guy, Terry Stotts former Trailblazers head coach, on to Adrian Griffin. That wasn't Griffin tired. That was Buck's ownership and John Horst's decision, and they said, you're going to have Terry Stotts on the bench because we need somebody to kind of be with you in your first year, whatever the case may be. Well, now we get to a practice, and they're practicing, and Adrian Griffin stops practice and wants the coaches to come over. According to the report, Terry Stotts is like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to go talk to Chris Middleton and Giannis and Dave about what I want them to do instead. So he's ignoring Griffin. Griffin yells again for them to come over. He continues to talk. Then he finally calls out Stotts by name, according to the report. And Stotts goes over, and that was Stotts' last day. He then quit after that. So there goes Stotts. So now it's like, now what are we going to do? Now you get into the season, and they go, oh, Doc Rivers is available. Let's see if we can get Doc to kind of watch our game film and watch games and help Adrian Griffin out. And apparently there had been a relationship between those two previously. They knew each other so forth so fine doc will help out adrian griffin now i've said it on my green and growing bucks podcast that was the day that adrian griffin got fired the day doc agreed to do that that was the day was all over because at that point i'm convinced that's when the ownership group and the gm said okay let's have doc watch it take doc's recommendations and then we're going to give this job to doc Uh, an established guy former nba player won a championship whatever that's going to be our guy so sure enough They end up firing Adrian Griffin and hiring Doc. And then Doc Rivers has the audacity to go on some show yesterday and talk about the fact that when ownership group came to him, he he questioned why they were getting rid of Adrian Griffin, according to Doc. Uh, And that that wasn't a good idea. And they told him, well, it's too bad. We already fired him, so we want you to be the guy. So then, of course, Doc took the job. Uh, And now since Doc took the job, Doc then complains All-Star Weekend about, well, I didn't really want to take the job when they gave it to me. I wanted to wait until break, but they wouldn't let me. I mean, this, this dude here, Doc Rivers, is the king of not taking accountability for much of anything. You go back to his Clippers time, his Sixers time, wherever. It's always everybody else's fault. It's not Doc's. Doc always has an excuse of why it's not working. When they hired Doc, I said, it's Mike Booneholder reincarnated. Booneholder took accountability for sure. But both of those guys can't coach the way out of a wet paper bag in the playoffs. Uh, and in Doc's case, especially when he's up in a playoff series. So, for me, it's, did you really get better? Now, we don't know what Adrian Griffin would have done in the playoffs or how that team would have played, but I can put, guarantee you this team isn't going to win a championship with Doc Rivers as their head coach unless Lillard and Giannis just absolutely show out um, and are able to win despite him. Because that's what happened with the Bucks and Booneholder They won despite him. And then every year after that, we've gone back to what we had before, and to a degree, you know, they've been hurt. Middleton missed the series the following year. Giannis missed multiple games last year. Boone brother dies tragically during that uh, the series that they ended up losing. Boone Ozer coaches through it, doesn't take any time off, which is crazy. There's no way I could do that. Uh, and then they fire Bud after the series is over, which, again, to me looked horrible because of what had happened with his brother. But I think they'd already made up their mind. They were getting rid of him regardless unless he had won a championship.
2: Steve Pfeiffer is our guest here, 1250 Milwaukee, host of the Packers on uh, the Packer podcast, Curtin Long, and he also, as he mentions there, Bucks, uh, talks Bucks on Green and Growing podcast as well. Give him a follow on Twitter at Sparky Radio. So they go into the first half of that loss to the Grizzlies. They have Doc Rivers, who's just all over the map right now with how he got the job and why he has the job and why he kind of doesn't want the job. And I hear you. What have you made of the Dame Giannis fit? It seems like to me... Maybe not a better uh, pairing in the NBA you could come up with in your mind given how both players play. How has it looked to you, and do you feel optimism they can figure whatever it is that's not working out? It
3: didn't look great with Adrian Griffin. Uh, It just didn't. The pick-and-roll game with Damon Brooke Lopez was significantly better, right? The best chemistry on that floor with Giannis is still Chris Milton because they've played together for 100 years. It's going to take time. Uh, Doc Rivers, on multiple podcasts, apparently while he was consulting the Fox and nobody knew, uh, was saying that if it was him, he would just you know run pick and roll with Damon Giannis all game long until somebody could stop it. Well, they still haven't gotten to that point. But um, they are doing more Damon Giannis stuff, and it's starting to look a little bit better. It's going to take time. It, it just is. And I, the, the issue here isn't necessarily those two working together, the issue is, Game shooting percentages are, aren't close to what they've been in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's not been that guy. So you go out and you win the three-point contest. You go out and you win the All-Star uh, game MVP. Okay, that's great. That, that's wonderful. But are you going to shoot better and be that guy that everybody thought you were going to be when you got here? He just hasn't. He hasn't been that guy. And hopefully it's just a, you know trying to get his, his wits about him, missing his family, whatever else is going on. You know, playing for a new team for the first time in his career, that's a lot to take on mentally, a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, I can- so now it's, you know, does he come back here in the second half and be more Dame Lillard than he was in the first half? Because if he's not, they can't win a championship if he's not – The date Lillard, he was in Portland. They can't. There's no way they're going to overcome that.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink
1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to ask. Like, the adjustment to not being the guy and now being the two or even the three, depending on how you want
2: to say it. I mean, the two. The four, depending if Brooke really wants that rock, man. Do you you think... (laughs) do you think it's just a him getting comfortable in being a two, or do you think we're seeing that maybe he's got to be more one? Giannis has said
3: time and time again, this is his, this is Dame's team. When it comes playoff time, we're giving him the ball at the end of games and he's going to go do whatever he's going to do. I mean, so Giannis publicly, now I don't know privately what they're talking about, but publicly Giannis has pretty much said we're going through him. When we get to the playoffs, this is going to be all about him in the playoffs. So We'll see how this transitions. Uh, you know, Dame is still getting up a fair amount of shots. Um, you know, the thing that drives me kind of crazy from time to time is I still feel like they let Giannis bring up the ball way too much um, and initiate offense. Uh, that should just be Lillard. I don't see any reason why it shouldn't be. Uh, Chris Middleton, when he's healthy, which he hasn't been yet again, and he's out still, uh, when he's healthy, he brings up the ball, initiates, and I'm okay with him doing it um, because, like I said, he's got some good chemistry with Giannis and, and Brooke and so forth. But for me, I want the ball in Lillard's hands at all times. Uh, if the shot's not going, to let him drive and score and do that type of stuff. The other knock that I've got, and Doc Rivers is more old school, so maybe Doc will eventually do this. But on nights when they can't hit shots, man, you've got Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Put him down on a low block, bounce the ball down, and let him go to work. And they don't do it. Bud never did it when he was the coach, uh, and now Doc Rivers isn't doing it. When Brooke Lopez was with the Nets prior to coming to Milwaukee, He's one of the best big men in the league around the rim. And Bud got here and said, nope, you're going to shoot threes. We're not going to play that way. That's old school. We don't want to do that. Oh, Okay. But on nights when the ball's not going in, I just don't understand it. I mean, there are not a lot of bigs around the league that are going to stop him around the rim. There's just not.
2: Uh, are you more excited for Brewer baseball? It feels like you kind of are.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would call it excited. I mean, they traded their best player in Corbin Burns. <laughs> Uh, off the team but they've got a lot of young players a lot of young players a lot of good young outfielders jackson trio second best prospect in baseball behind yeah, jackson holiday uh, so what if he can be 20 years old when they start the season uh, he'll probably be starting They gave him a huge contract extension for like 86 million dollars he never even played a game in major league baseball they already extended him. so yeah if their bats are good and those young kids work out they're still gonna have to yeah. find some starting pitching because right now they don't have a ton outside of Freddie Peralta.
2: Yeah, Steve, I, I just I jokingly asked you that because I didn't think in February we'd we'd be sounding or you'd be sounding as if like you're already kinda over this team. Like you just don't really seem like you have a lot of belief. You mentioned if they go nuclear then okay, but uh we don't have any evidence of that really yet. And it just it seems like you already kinda don't like this team, just in general. The vibe of it, the way it's structured, their coaching, you know, situation with Griffin and then firing Stotts and then bringing in Doc. It just it feels like, yeah, you got Giannis and Dame, but it just doesn't feel like you're as happy as I thought you would be had we talked at this exact point. If you would have told me in September you're gonna talk to Steve Pfeiffer in February, right after the All-Star break, I'm like, yeah, talk about how the bucks are rolling, and it doesn't sound like that.
3: You wouldn't have called me if they were rolling. That's a Pat lie. <laughs> Beverly. And Pat Beverly is another guy that they added, yep. right? I'm not a Pat Beverly guy. I think he's a punk. But they added him. Okay, so he's wearing a Bucs uniform, so we'll deal with it. And we'll see how that works out because you gave up some offense to bring him in as a backup point, back point guard, but he's played for Doc. He knows what Doc wants to run. He's an extension of the coaching staff on the floor. So for that reason, I like it. I'm okay with it going forward. And then you pick up Gallinari, who is not put on a Bucks uniform. We'll see here after the All-Star break off the buyout market what that looks like. But that dude never stays healthy. He can shoot it a little bit. But where does he fit in? And how does he fit into this rotation? Because according to reports, he was promised heavy minutes, it sounds like. So that means Bobby Portis is going to the bench maybe, or somebody's about to lose minutes um, that maybe we didn't see coming into this thing. And then, again, can he stay healthy in the second half? So there's a lot more of this story to be told as far as what this team looks like going into the playoffs, and they do not have a lot of time to do it, and they have one of the toughest schedules in the NBA uh, the rest of the way out. So it's not going to be easy.
2: I will make you a promise, Sparky. Next time there's some happy news in Milwaukee, whether that's Packers draft or the Bucks are flourishing or the baseball team's hot, whatever the story is, I will reach out to you and we'll bring you on for the good news, okay? I'll I hold them to it. I will promise you
1: that, all right?
3: I will say this. The thing that makes me the happiest right now are the Green Bay Packers. Yes. So that, that, that I can't wait for next season to get going again with this young
2: offense. Cause they're going to be pretty good. All right. There we go. Steve Pfeiffer, 1250 in Milwaukee, curtain long and green and growing the podcast on the Packers and the bucks on Twitter at Sparky radio. Thanks for the time, Steve. We always appreciate it.
1: Always fun guys. See you guys later. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,